Welcome to another episode of the First Byte Podcast, your guide to topics in IT, web design, and marketing. I'm Eric Bjorndorf. Along with me, I have my esteemed colleague, Nathan Cheatham. Today, we're going to talk about web forms, sexy web forms. <laughs> right. It, you know, it's, it's interesting because I get a multitude of clients that are, there's a spectrum here. You know, some people want, hey, just put a link that clicks into my into an email browser and they can just send it right through there um, versus, you know, people that want some high security. What yeah. What is a web form? Yeah. So a web form is the input boxes that you fill out in like a contact us uh, page, a um, newsletter sign up, newsletter sign up. Like it's that very simple looking um you know, questionnaire that when you're on a website, you put your information in and you get something. Out. Got it. So these two nerds are talking to these people about input boxes on websites. And it's that important. <laughs> it really is. I love it very much. Yeah. Um, I love the power that a web form brings to almost every department of the business. Um, brings uh, lead inputs from to the marketing team. Mm-hmm. It brings uh, those leads also pass through the sales. Um, it passes to business operations. You know, I don't want to be too specific on the various types of industry, but if you are taking in new clients, if you have an onboarding and intake process, your law firm, your professional services company, um, you know, what is your onboarding process like? With, with new customers? Is it to have your secretary or account manager, um, you know, sitting on the phone? Okay. First name, mm-hmm. last name, you know, what's your address? You know, what is your process for, for, um, in, in taking, uh, new customers and a web form can do that, reduce double data entry, reduce errors, uh, lower costs by pushing it onto the customer. Right. That's one of the things I love about about web forms. There's also the security aspect to it, because we I mean, you've brought this up many times of, man, the junk mail in my inbox. Oh, yeah. I was complaining about that last week. Wasn't yeah. I? Yeah. Oh, God. So, you know, we all are dealing with junk mail. We're dealing with phishing, um, a web form or emails on a website is a high priority attack vector oh okay you're coming at it from that right so you're suggesting um you're running a company and on your contact page you want to put something there for i mean most people want leads prospects customers i would say some people don't even think that far to to think about the leads they're just like what if someone lands and they have a question right Right. You know, so instead of putting an email address on the contact page of your website, mm-hmm. you're suggesting a web form, a web form. And the reason being is because your website can get scraped and pulled for emails. Scraped. What is scraping? So that's where a uh, hacker or, or anybody can essentially just pull that information. More usually a bot, right? Yeah. This is automated. Automated. So little programs out there scraping websites all day long, all and they're just looking for that that format of an email, right? Yeah. Something at something dot something. Right. And that just gets harvested. Harvested, sold on the black market. Um, right. Or I, even, I mean, even legitimate businesses yeah. just for marketing, right? So right. just spam, whatever. So you're suggesting a web form. Okay, so how does a web... I know the answer to this. Yeah. I'm teeing it up for you, and I'll 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 bounce back. But 
how does a web form so web form obfuscates that's one of my favorite words obfuscates the word email, of the day the, yeah. <laughs> uh, a web form obfuscates the email so okay so if we have um, an account manager waiting to receive inquiries on the business um, we, we want to make sure it's a real person yeah and not a bot that's coming through okay because uh, you know I've got plenty of intake forms and things all over on different sites and you always get the um, the automated uh, selling in your contact form. Like, uh, I'm Joe and I, you know, do um, janitorial services. I get that one I get all that the all, time. all the time. Yeah. And like, sorry, we don't have an office, buddy. Right. You know, they've done no, it's not like they're doing research and they're trying to sell you. They've got a bot that just goes right. through the internet. Scrape the email, send the spam. Yeah, right. exactly. So what, there are ways to kind of put um, roadblocks in place so those don't come through. And right. This um, is called a CAPTCHA. CAPTCHA. Uh, CAPTCHA. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, which Google has a, a version of. Click all the bicycles that you see in this image. Yep. You know, it's the I'm not a robot right. questionnaire. Right. Um, and there's different levels. So the first level is a simple math problem. Right, right. Input input the correct number. Right, they know you're a human. Mm -hmm. Gives you that access. From there, the next step is the click the bridges, click the bicycles, click the you know cones. Okay, so in the street. So you so okay, so you want to protect your sales at your company dot com email box by mm -hmm. not just putting sales at your email dot com, right? So okay, you have a contact form. How does that work? We put a contact form on the contact page, um, and what does the form look like? It, we want we're asking for you the the respondent's first name, last name, email address at minimum, right? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to reach back out to them? Right. You know? So they click that they and then they have a captcha which you just described. We use the captcha so the bots can't auto populate that data, mm -hmm. right? Okay, I'm getting I'm piecing it all together. Yep. yep. And uh, and then they click submit. What happens? And this is where the magic of, you know, having a CRM client or customer relationship manager, um, which is essentially software that allows you to just have a database of the people that you're... Could be a spreadsheet. Them. It yeah. literally could be a Google spreadsheet, right? Yeah. But it's a database. You're talking about CRM, mm -hmm. customer relationship management software. It is the place where you're going to collect all of these email addresses, right? Yes. Um, okay. So we click submit. The information goes to our CRM. They can do that. What's also nice about a um, contact form is you can go to multiple places. Right. It doesn't have to just go to one place, as would happen if it was just a link. So let's say it's an intake form for a potential client. Mm -hmm. So you have it go to your CRM, but then there's a notification that goes to right. the uh, account manager. Right. And maybe the marketing manager is wanting to monitor all this to see, like, is it working? And how is that delivered? So that's just... An email, right? An email. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we've got a, a prospective customer or current customer wanting to communicate to the company, contact us, web form, here's my information. Oh, maybe, a, maybe an input box for what the inquiry is, right? 
Yeah, you want a message. I mean, you want to think about it as what's all the information you need to be actionable. Right. So if someone right. just fills out their information of like name and email. You got no context of what they need. Yeah, you don't know what they need. So how do you quicken that? Right. You know, right. And, and now do you need to call them? You know, do you need a phone number? Right. The, in, the input form could actually even offer do you want to call back do you want an email right back, a yes no question right 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 um and it's it's the decision items as they they go through now i would always hesitate to have too large of a contact form where you're asking for way too much information okay. way too much data there are use cases for forms right yes. or there's odd target audiences for forms mm -hmm. right and this is what you, i think you're talking about right so or what, what, well, what kind of audiences do we have, for example? So you have a lead, yep. right? You have a prospect. I mean, mm -hmm. that's how we distinguish it, right? We, yeah. have, we have a lead who we may know of them, but they don't know of us. Yes. Or some early, early stage of a potential customer. Mm -hmm. Not qualified yet. You have a prospect where now they may know of us and they're kind of qualified to some degree. Exactly. And then we, we say the next one's a customer, right? Yep. And then we have, uh, we have vendors and partners and things as well. But let's just kind of put those guys aside mm -hmm. for now. All right, so those are the type of con type of contacts. So now we want to form for lead for a lead, for example. It's no, now you're saying what elements should be on a form for a lead. Well, for a lead, you know, you don't know anything about them, and they're just learning about you. So you know, you're going to need that basic, you know, name, uh, phone number, email, and you know, maybe you want to know the the business. You right. know, if you're a business to business. Mm. Um, company you might want to make sure well you know it, does this person have a business like is this worthy of my time right so you're a professional services company and you have okay well wh let's back up a step where would this lead uh, form be would it would be on a website some, well it'd be on a website but it would be on a maybe some sort of uh they call it a sales funnel lead funnel some sort of landing page that mm -hmm. is trying to drive the user of this page to submit their information right right this is maybe a drive-by person mm -hmm. who is maybe researching your space your product uh your company and it's like a nibble on uh, on the worm on your hook, right? Right. And yeah. so you don't want you don't want to like tug too fast too soon, right? You don't want to try to set the hook too soon. So you're suggesting just to put this together, don't have don't ask of them too much, right? But right. ask enough, like so. So I see your your point. So your professional services company, and you have a, a web page that is advertising your product or your service. And okay, the viewer's interested. Now you're saying for more information or, uh, you know, input here, right? Uh, or maybe you have what's called a lead magnet, mm -hmm. which is maybe an ebook or some case study, some offering. You give them something so that they give you what you want, which is their email address and their information. So you're suggesting don't have a long intake form. Make it just what you need first name, last name, email, maybe phone number. Phone number. And then business, if that's relevant to right. what you're doing. If you're trying to sell to just regular people, you know, right. regular um, non-business professionals, you might not, you wouldn't have that information. Right. And one way of kind of designing that is if you put a company name field and maybe made it mandatory. Yeah. So then if you're, if you're just some consumer that you don't really, you're maybe you landed, you wouldn't believe the, pe the things people do on the internet and they... <laughs> They, it's so funny the things that we see um 
okay, so they don't have a business and then they see the company require company name required field and they just, you know, either it's a stop and they can't get any further or they just put something incoherent or whatever. And then you can kind of ascertain or determine. Yeah. You start measuring the quality of the lead, right? Right. Um, okay. So that's a lead form, mm-hmm. right? What other, what other use cases, what other audiences? So let's talk about customer forms. Does, yeah, I love that. You know, yeah. where you know who they are. Um, they're probably in your CRM. And it's a touch point of, you know, maybe they need some service. They need a new product. They need something. Um, you can ascertain. And I mean, take, um, take Amazon is essentially this. You know, you want to buy something. You have a workflow through their sales process, Mm -hmm. which is essentially robust contact forms. Right. They're, you're inputting your information, your, right, right. uh, You know, your address where the delivery is going to go, the credit card information. All of these are just, it's a contact form that then has an automated process of charging your credit card. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that goes into, they have, like a major software of a CRM, but you could still kind of call it that because right. it's a production of, you know, then that ticket goes out and they box up your item and they send it out. Like, so there's relevant information there that they have to have and they have to collect. And so you customize that. And maybe, you know, if depending on your company, uh, let's, Let's say you're a law firm, a smaller law firm, and you have a a form where you are essentially talking to clients that are already on retainer. You just need to know what is it? Like, what do they need? Mm. At that point, it might just be name and phone number Mm -hmm. and a message of, you know, call me back. Uh, You know, I want to know what the status of um, the, the, the recent, you know, court date. Right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's one case. And that allows you to be accessible, you know, as the law firm, you know, where the, yeah, they could call you up. Right. But this way, it's a little more informal. It's a little bit more accessible. They don't feel like they're bothering you. I mean, everyone in, you know, when you're dealing with uh, court and law firms and all that kind of stuff, there's a little bit of um, anxiety. So. Mm you know, allow an easy way for someone to get their question into you. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's good. What about, um, what about onboarding? That's one of, that's, that's something I, I love talk about all the time. what we do at Evernet for onboarding because it's so darn easy. That's so good. Um, you know, we use a little bit more of a robust contact form. It's a multi, it's it like multi-input pages. Yeah, so... We adapted web forms mm-hmm. to to our customer onboarding process, and it is a the it is very robust and it's not lengthy. Actually, it's only five pages and it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it does it, it at this point in the experience for the customer. They're not yet. They're they they've already made the decision. They're like, right. we're going to engage Evernet uh, for their services. So this is the administrative part of that process. And um, I always love the look on our new clients' faces when they see how easy it is to be onboarded as a client because 
none of our competitors are doing this. I don't, yeah. I don't think anybody's doing this. Um, and so becoming a, an Evernet customer client is as simple as, so, so when I get off a discovery call, mm-hmm. um, the good ones always end with the very last question. Do you know what it is? Are you ready to get started? Well, no, it's them asking me something. Okay. Which is uh, how do I get started? How do we get started? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it always comes with this like pressure in their in their voice where it says, like, I know that the next month or two of my uh, of our lives are going to be disrupted. And I I say, Oh, it's simple. All you have to do is be at our website or at your computer. Yeah, I'm at my okay, pull up the website, go to evernetco.com forward slash onboarding or find the link at the very bottom in our footer. And they're like, Whoa. What, what's this? I said, mm-hmm. it's just your onboarding wizard. You're going to create your account in our management software the, yourself. And you're going to select uh, the services that you want. It's going to make all the necessary disclosures yep. and, 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 and agreements. And uh, when you click submit, you're done. Basically, you're going to launch the deployment ticket, the onboarding ticket that goes to the operations team. The accounts team gets some stuff. You know, we set you up in the billing portal, bop, bop, bop. And it's uh, it's very slick. And now you mentioned something there about the like the agreements, mm. and these are you know contracts because especially in professional services, like there's a level of like you have to have a contract, and so everyone knows what the process is, what the policies are, or what the do. terms of the relationship yeah. at minimum. Yeah, exactly. And so um, to be able to do that with your contact form, right. You know, Right. You're, you're walking through. It's a five minute process. Right. And you're use, utilizing this input form. So your point is a form, uh, the web form is uh, can be more than just a static box input box. Exactly. And that's right. So we actually adopted web forms to be a wizard, which is a computer term that just defines kind of multiple screens yes. of, of input. And that's what yeah, that's one of the things that you can do. So implementing that versus previous, how much time did you save? Oh, my God hours yeah hours and in the sales and onboarding process hours hours and not to mention it it automated the experience so every single evernet client has the same experience every single time and we can control and iterate that so we can improve it if we see a problem if something changes we can we can update and it's all email and web driven right Mm -hmm. so they they get you know we're having a human conversation for the discovery call it's usually on the phone or in teams meeting um and we're talking about their needs we're talking about the you know how we're aligned we're looking at you know their problem and our solutions and seeing if there's an alignment and when there is you know that's when it proceeds to the onboarding so it's email and web driven so once they click once they go through and they select and 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 input all the information they click submit then they get a an email confirmation Mm -hmm. um the internal internal teams get you know notified through email and then um, our work software, our practice software, man- management software uh, builds all the entities in our database and it, all these action items, to-dos, tickets, you know, all these things. And then it communicates to the client every step of the way. So mm-hmm. there's, it's like full transparency. And, you know, that's our, that's our industry, the technology industry um, and the marketing industry. I would venture to say every public serv- or professional service should be operating like this. I mean, law firms, uh, you know, CPA f- firms, financial brokerages, any professional service yeah. can, can operate and should operate like this. So you, you talk about like, all right, they've, they've filled it out. And then you, you say like, there's emails going here, there's emails going there, there's data be moving around. Mm. Are you moving that data? Or are you utilizing another advantage 
to a web form, which is the automation that right. can come out of it. Right. So yeah, I mean, the automation is is critical. I mean, the automations are being fired through this. I mean, you touched on security. When you when I hear data movement, I'm immediately my security hat goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, it's you're you know you're operating in a secure browser. Yep. Um, the connection's encrypted and secured. The data is landing in an encrypted database, secure database. So I don't know if that's what you're touching on. Well, no, there, there's definitely that. That's important. Which you know, if you think about like if you're emailing or you know going back and forth in different ways, maybe there's even like documents that are that ha- that would have been mailed that could get lost. Oh, good point. You know, very good point. Like this cuts down on all of that, where you can manage the security from the input definitely to the mu- delivery. Definitely a much more secure way to, uh, yeah. I mean, no faxing, no yep. no mailing forms. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. All that information is kind of leaving the customer and going right into our database. So yeah, definitely. But what I was really getting into is that the submit button it becomes a trigger, and especially when you're utilizing a CRM, which most basic CRMs have a workflow function. So right. the you know you've got everything pretty nicely you know put together with this submission of the form. So the data is all there, and then how do you take that to the next step of okay now I need to get this data moved into um, certain um, web app processes that we oh, utilize. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so coming into that is. You don't have to physically be the one doing it. You can allow that trigger to then set up a workflow yeah. automation that sends it around. I mean, the automations depends on what sector or what division or department of the business. Or Sorry. It depends on what business function yeah. you're talking about, right? So on the marketing side, which is your game, uh, you've got a product page with, a con- with an input form uh, or maybe you got a product page a lead lands there learning about your company learning about your product you say give us your inf- you know enter your information and download this free ebook or case study to learn to continue continue learning right yeah now when you when they hit submit that information yes goes to the CRM software that we've talked about every, there's free ones out there so every business should have a CRM software it's the first software that you should probably have in fact mm-hmm. um and uh, that CRM software will s- uh, send the ebook or form or whatever, whatever the deliverable of the form is. And then you can build these workflows that you described where maybe uh, you want to send a thank you in a day yeah. uh, for downloading that web form. That's what the automations you're talking about there. Yeah, ex- absolutely. So like, let's talk about the sales process here and, and you're utilizing in the sales process. So, you know, um, for most businesses, there's multiple touch points before a client or a customer right, yep. converts into, or a lead or a prospect converts into a client or a customer. Yep. And so you can automate that process so that you're not sitting there going like, oh man, I got 15 people I got to email. Oh, right. Yeah, for you sure. Know, you can create in your CRM a... Uh, a message that is geared towards the person that filled out that form mm-hmm. and that can fire um, yep. in a day, in whatever time period you deem necessary to... But you can build that experience. That's the same for yep. every single person, which you can then iterate on, right? Right. Because I tell, I, I don't know if I say this to you or my wife, but um, it's hard to improve a, a process if you don't use it. Yeah. You know, and that seems kind of obvious, but... Um, 
if you don't have a sales process for that form, for example, like you're kind of all over the place. So if you got mm-hmm. the you got their email address and then you, you you see them show up in your CRM database, then you go in there, say, oh, great, I'll send them a thank you tomorrow. And then another one comes in eight hours later, or six hours later. You have to remember like, oh, did, okay, I'll send him another, I'll send mm-hmm. you know, her another, another thank you. I'll send her a thank you. And then the three more come in today. Yeah. You're like, okay, who am I sending thank yous to? <laughs> you know, it's got to be scalable. It's scal- you know? scalable, but yeah, it's two. It's a twofer, right? You want yeah. you want a model that scales. You want to leverage automation, and the and the benefit of is that is scalability and controllability, so you can control that experience. And it's not always a sales uh, process or or right. procedure. It could right. be. So let's say you have a new client. They've come in. They've uh, gone through your web form. Uh, everything that we talked about earlier, as far as like getting them into our CRM, into our our um, web apps, and they are now a client. Right. Well, every business, like you, yeah, you go through and you have your terms of the relationship and everything, which is you know oftentimes a lot of text that you don't really necessarily want to read terms of service yeah the terms of service the privacy policy all those kind of things um how do you educate your client to take the take advantage of you as the vendor Mm. or you know and so this is where like a drip campaign comes in a drip came a customer drip campaign right so what is a drip campaign so a drip campaign is essentially uh, a set of emails that come over, of course, a time period. Period. That's it. That just right. gives you information. And as you pointed out, it's not just a sales and marketing tool. You can actually leverage that tool for customers. So I, I got to tell you, to your point, um, there is a learning curve to becoming an Evernet client. There yes. is a learning curve to becoming a client of a law firm. There is a learning curve to become a client of any. Prof- and we talk a lot about professional services businesses here because we are one, and that's who our predominant clients are. But um, I mean, even at, even at the retail level, I mean, you're getting Amazon is educating you as to how to be an Amazon customer mm-hmm. um, through even that transact, you know, the transactional relationship you have with them. So to your point, yes. The drip campaign and the automation um, from the web forms is is a huge value that a business can leverage. Yeah, because you know you might be a business that say you are maxed out on sales, like you do not need to sell for a new customer. But what if you were able to kind of pull back some of that labor, that admin time, yeah, through automation, through web forms, and then now you have time for two more clients right that might be uh completely you know um not revolutionary but uh well i mean imagine like the first call or second call you have with your client you're not educating them on how to become a client or how how to be a client so i'll give you a use case let's say you're a real estate attorney Mm -hmm. the process you've done hundreds of times right you know it inside and out your paralegal knows it inside out you're you're doing the the title search. You're you're handling the seller. You're handling the buyer. Um, it's going to happen in a series of work a f- series of steps, right? Well, imagine if when you onboarded your your new cl- uh, client who you're representing for the real estate closing, and you give them you know uh, a series of emails, one that says like, here's the outlo- outline of what this how this is going to go da- down. Dates to be determined, right? Because mm-hmm. a real estate closing happens over multiple dates sometimes. Um, 
But here's the outline of what the process looks like. And here's some communications I'm going to send you along the way. Right. Yeah. And then the next one is, you know, we see we see all, all the time real estate attorneys are being targeted by hackers because they're handling such significant tran- financial transactions. And mm-hmm. we and we get calls from law firms all the time who have just fallen victim to yep. um, large financial transaction uh, hacks uh, or thefts, I guess. Um, so imagine you're a real estate attorney and you send a link to your customer on a free cybersecurity training you know, mm-hmm. please consider taking this during this process with us so that we are so that we are best informed from a security standpoint. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, that's that's what that's and that's all born. The, this this conversation is about web forms, but by leveraging the web forms and, you know, from your intake, now they're in your CRM that, you know, that can just trigger all these workflows to, you know, I don't know if this should be web forms and email automation, but. Well, I think that what we're showing is that a from the topic, the drilled down topic of just a web form, that it expands to so much within your business. Right. This decision point is more than just does my email contact look pretty on the web page. Right. To this is impacting uh the admin time, uh the security of, of my uh my business and you know, the education of my client as well as the sales process. Like, right. I, I really look at it as the sales process is like maybe a third of the conversation here. Mm. And when you get into what further you can add as, um, you know, time, um, you know, getting your time back. Yeah. From this. And, yeah. Reducing double data entry, reducing data error. Again, using the real estate attorney uh, mod, uh, example. You know, you could be the paralegal and you need, okay, um, we, we've got your name and information or we've made phone call contact with you. You're going to use our law firm for our services. Now we need to know information about the, the property. Um, your, you know, maybe just about the property and whatever, your bank or whatever. You can then, in your, you know, s- draft a standard form that you need further input mm-hmm. and you can email the form, you know, yeah. the, and the form software allows you to get a hyperlink for it. And then you can mail that off. And then that, and then when that data comes in, you can see usually when the form's read, you can see when the form's submitted and the data then goes into your workflow. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if you are struggling with your time uh, and intaking clients, if your business could, you know, benefit from the conversation we've had here, mm. um, maybe your website is just lacking on certain tools that, could help automate your process. Maybe the website's not even being man- managed. You know, right. I see, we see a, countless businesses that put up a website. They paid some kid to put up a website uh, mm. a couple of years ago and just kind of, just it's out there. With, with no thought to how it integrates into the company. Um, you know, sales is definitely a key element to think about, but also how is just, what can you cut down uh, time-wise for your business to, um, even make things simpler. So, you know, if you have to give an employee a task, you know, this web form and the process that you establish could say, send an email or send some sort of like for us, we use like a ticketing, uh, service. Maybe it sends a ticket to a certain resource that says, do this thing where you don't have to be the one to say it because you just know through your workflow, right. Step one needs to be done. Step two, step three, and you can, 
allow the automation to get you further down the process, which opens you up for, I mean, let's, let's face it, family time, you mm. know, these things are important, yeah. um, or other sales or just getting ahead on. Yeah. I mean, if, so, well, the good way to spot this is if, if you see, or if you have any repeatable tasks yeah. that a person is doing, it can be automated. Um, so that's a good way to spot that. And it, and, um, you gotta, you gotta, as a business leader, you have to, um, press, press back against, uh, person, personnel employees that, um, may get protectionist about their job, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but once you teach them that like these tools and, and methods that you're bringing them and, or that we help bring, bring our clients, they, there's the morale kind of goes up because it's it feels like efficient. more efficient and more productive. I mean, nobody really likes to work inefficiently, right? And when a and when an employee sees a task that they can do and they feel content in job security and things, but like once you kind of do that repetitive task over and over and over again, it starts to feel uninspiring. So I mean, we, I guess that gets in the philosophy. Philosophy, but um, yeah, no. I mean, if if any if uh, anyone watching this uh, has. Uh, a website that they haven't looked at themselves or had any uh, had under any active management you know evernet has launched the the marketing division we're in-house so we have a full staff i mean in fact i would say the marketing division is um nearing the size of our um, it division so mm -hmm. it's coming up fast and uh, so we can help with your website we can and then of course the website is the is a huge business tool when mm -hmm. it when it comes to conducting business so it's not just a promotion and marketing and and it's not a business card anymore you know it's 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 a key tool to conduct business mm -hmm. so i would i would just suggest they contact us yeah go to evernetco.com uh fill out the uh, schedule a discovery call you'll see that button yep. um very you know widely used around the website uh and that will schedule a call with um either Eric or myself. Yeah, I'll, I'll I usually vet I'll vet them and if it's a if it's a marketing need, then I'll I route that to you and you'll be the point of contact for that. Absolutely. So, you know, not only will you, you know, get the help you need, but you know, if you were um, you know, it, we're thinking about these things. You yeah. know, these are concepts that we're constantly trying to improve on, move forward and stay ahead of the game with. So, We'll bring that to your business. Um, so evernetco.com. If you have any questions uh, or comments that you would have liked us to cover, uh, you know, leave so leave those in the comments below. We'll we'll read those. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a like on the video and subscribe because Nathan and I are going to be putting out a lot of content uh, coming up. Yeah, uh, be sure to follow us. All of our socials are evernetco. So if you go whatever your favorite social network is, we, we will be there at evernetco.